the medicine is in us being human. And I wrote a post about this the other day. I'm not here to be like on this pedestal of perfection and empowerment in a way that's like, feel good all the time, feel excited all the time, feel happy all the time, feel grateful all the time. There's going to be moments where you're going to feel sad. And that's where you reach for the gratitude. There's going to be moments where you feel disappointed. And that's where you can reach for the joy. There's going to be moments where you are distracted and in chaos and feel bratty. And that's the moment where you reach for the presence. And that is the work. That is the medicine. It's not because it's easy and you're it all the time. It's that we're humans and we're reconditioning our way of being. And this gives us a new life. This is Nicole Sylvester, and you are now listening to Miracle Minded, the podcast, a space for feminine leadership, embodied business, and money as a spiritual practice. This is a safe space to celebrate your bigness, your magnificence, and your mission. Prepare to be expanded. Let's get started. Hello, my miracle-minded, beautiful people. I am so excited that we're sharing this time together because I've missed you. I have missed you. And to be honest, I've missed all people (laughs) because guess what? I have finally somehow, somewhere through someone found my way connected with the one and only COVID. Oh, it has not been a fun journey for me, my friends. (laughs) Let me tell you, it feels like I have just been in a time warp of two weeks of transformation and like the void, okay? I went to a retreat, which I think I shared with you in the intro of the last episode. You probably saw it on my Instagram. I went to Tahoe. It was an intense one. A lot of crying, a ton of grieving, a lot of shifting, and just a lot of things were coming through. And after that, I scheduled this week, this Monday through Friday segment, very lightly. I was supposed to do some meditations with um, the Miracle Realm, and I invited my mastermind to do like five days of quantum creation meditations with me. I wanted to meditate my way up until my birthday. I planned, you know, a very light week. I had like two or three private coaching calls. It was easy, but I made it light because I knew in my heart that I wanted space for this week. I just didn't know how much space I was about to have. (laughs) It was about to be so much space that I would find myself in bed for days. So the reason I brought myself to record this episode and to connect with you right now is not about me having COVID, although COVID led me to this lesson that I'm going to share with you. It's about timelines. It's about timelines and how timelines can create lack and pressure and how I found myself in that energy and I had to let it go, right? So we're going to talk about that. And you can apply this to healing. You can apply this to business and launching. You can apply this to anything that you think you have to do at by a certain timeline. And we get to reimagine, re-envision, surrender, trust, and let go. <sighs> Feels better already in my body. How about yours? <laughs> so 
I want to tell you this though. As I'm sharing this with you, I am admittedly deep into the void. The void is that kind of space where I'm like, oh God, who am I? What am I creating next? And it's okay to be in the void. I am finding myself in the void, I think because I'm about to turn another year older. My birthday is coming up and I get like this before my birthday. There's like this rebirth energy that happens. I know some people feel it, but I feel like certain time periods, it happens even greater. Like on my 30th birthday, I made a big decision. I remember I went to a meditation retreat over going to Vegas and it changed my life forever. Thank God I did that. This year, I'm about to turn 40. And what happened is I was supposed to go on the most magical, the most magical ladies trip with two of my favorite women. And you're going to hear about my decision process when I find out that I have COVID. So let me tell you a little story just to give you context here. I get back, I'm May 2nd. I get back from Lake Tahoe. I arrive back in LA and I am feeling like a puddle of just mush. And it's okay because there's not much on my schedule. I just cried a ton. My energy feels very open. I'm very sensitive. I'm feeling the things that need to change. I'm feeling the things that are no longer working for me. I'm feeling things that I'm being called to, but my energy is still like rest. So after such an intense retreat, that's exactly what I did. For three days, I just kind of vegged out around the house, ate my favorite foods, went for some walks with my dogs, gave myself a lot of naps, went for a vitamin IV. And then I was just like, okay, when is this energy going to pop? Friday, last Friday, I woke up in the morning. I had this like pep in my step. I was like, oh, it's a beautiful day. You know, luckily I, where I live in LA, it's sunny majority of the time, which really, 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 really serves my mood. <laughs> so my, I open up my bedroom blinds and it's like, ah, okay. That was a bad, that noise that I was trying to make, <laughs> but you get what I'm doing here. Okay. It was like, ta-da the best day ever. And I was vibing. It was a mastermind call. The mastermind I participate in with my mentor, I got on that call and right as I'm popping off of that call, I get this impulse. Let's go to Montage for a staycation. Now to me, Montage is like one of my favorite. It's, I think it is my favorite hotel in Southern California. It's just so luxe. They just take the best care of you. And we hadn't stayed there for a while. So I literally book it. And within 90 minutes, we are packed in the car. And we're headed down to Laguna Beach. The dogs are with us. Chanel's with me. I booked Chanel a blowout because she really needed a blowout, said her. And um, we get there. She heads to the salon. I order room service in the room, living my best life. We go to dinner. Well, first we go to the pool and we hang out. We do the things. But then we end up going to dinner. And at dinner, it was really interesting because I'm drinking a glass of wine. And lately, I haven't been able to drink wine. But I felt called to. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. And I usually know in that first sip if it's like good or it's like an allergy feeling. So I take the sip of this 
glass of Sancir. Um, and as I take a sip, I'm like, that actually is really nice right now. So I have the glass of wine. I'm enjoying it. The next thing you know, Chanel is heading out with a friend. She had a friend. She's going to go out for gelato. So I was like, all right, I'm going to sit here. The waiter comes over and says, I would love to take you on a little wine tasting adventure right here. Would you be open to it? Do you have to like leave? And I thought, how wonderful, like bring bring them over. He comes over with five wines, takes me on a wine tasting journey, offers dessert. I'm having like the most beautiful night. But when I get back to my room, all of a sudden I'm like, my throat. My throat is having an allergy. Okay, I regret it. Maybe I shouldn't have done that much wine. (laughs) So, and if you've been wine tasting, you know, like somebody doing a sample with you with five five, uh, wines, it's like literally you had two glasses of wine probably total. But still, it was over a lovely meal. So, I mean, I felt great leaving, but it was in bed later. The next morning, Chanel and I wake up. I walk the dogs, we have breakfast in the room, and I'm looking at the ocean, and the ocean is very clear at this particular beach in Laguna. I see how clear it is, and even though it's a little chilly, I was like, we have to dip in. We have to dip in, like cold plunge. So I get Chanel, I talk her into it, we go in. We hop in the jacuzzi on the way back, we go back up to the room, we pack, and we we have to head back to LA because Chanel had work. I take her to... LA, I take her to work, and throughout the time period while she's at work, I'm relaxing on the couch, reading, looking at my phone, just like totally vegging out. And I'm like, I think I'm getting a cold. Like, yeah, my throat is hurting. I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of tired. But the next day is Mother's Day. And I planned this exciting whale dolphin excursion, not on one of those big boats, but it's like on this little tiny six person, very close to the surface of the water boat. And I've been eyeing these things up for maybe six months on Instagram. So I booked it for Mother's Day. I was so excited. I also booked this beautiful Mediterranean place. All of this was in Long Beach, which I'm not that familiar with, but I was like, it's going to be an adventure. It's going to be fine. Let me tell you how at four in the morning, I wake up on Mother's Day. I am throat on fire. My body is aching so badly. I write them. This is me. I'll like write people in the middle of the night to let them know like I can't make it. So I write them and I'm just like, I am sorry. I know there's no cancellation, but I'm just, I'm too sick to come. Um, Luckily, the place was so kind. They said, we'd love to bring you out on a future expedition. Just let us know when you're ready. But let me tell you, I went back to bed thinking, okay, I just need more sleep. I'm going to be on the other side of this. I wake up at about 11 a.m. Mother's Day morning. I had the worst body aches. Like I was in tears. I was like, there's so, I'm in so much pain. I'll tell you, I am not one throughout this whole pandemic period of time that has been getting like COVID testing left and right. Like that's not me. I've I've had some at the house for like events that we've had to go to where you've had to take a test. And of course, when Chanel had COVID, I was testing myself, but that just hasn't been the case. 
this morning, for whatever reason, I just knew I was like, I have to go get a test. I either have the flu, I have COVID, I have something going on, and we got to figure this out. <laughs> so I call one of these home doctors they have here in West LA, and I was like either trying to get someone come to my home, but in this case, the guy could not come to my home. I had to do a drive up to his home. So we drive over to Brentwood, which is just like 25 minutes away, pull up to this doctor's home in this gorgeous neighborhood, and he's like swabbing me in my car. He's doing a rapid PCR test. So it was whatever. I I did the test. I did the flu test. He writes me back in about 30 minutes and he's like, okay, so you tested positive for COVID. You tested negative for the flu. And right away, my mind thinks, oh my goodness, my birthday celebration in Cabo. (laughs) Ah! Now, even though I felt all the like shrieking, like, oh no, energy inside, I also was so freaking not well that day that I was just like, I just need to get better. So one of the things that was introduced to me that I was not even aware that it was available, and I just want to share my experience here, was something called a monoclonal. I'm probably butchering the way you say this, but it's like a monoclonal um, antibody infusion. You get it through an IV. So at first, I was like... Uh, I don't know. Like, what the hell is this? Cloned white blood cells? It sounds a little crazy, but also modern medicine can be a miracle oftentimes. So I thought if it's going to get me better by my birthday, let's do it. So it's supposed to cut your time in half with the the virus and it's $1,500. So I was like, ah, well, you know, for my health, I'll do it. So I had the guy come over. It actually turned out to be a woman in the end, but she did the IV on me, and that night my fever went to 103.5. I mean, I was having a rough day, but I'll tell you that after sleeping that night, the next morning I woke up, I never had a fever like that again. In fact, my fever was pretty non-existent throughout the rest of the time, but I just was not feeling great. Even today, it's Friday, I am like, what, a week into it? And I'm still like, uh, not quite ready for all the things yet. I've been on Boxer with some clients, uh, just connecting with them, giving feedback and answering questions, things like that. I've checked in with my mentor. I have watched a ton of This Is Us, which by the way is so funny because I've never been, I've never watched this show before. But after watching so many like mindless things, I was like, okay, this is actually very meaningful I have cried so much. This has been such an emotional journey for me. And it's been incredible in the sense that I'm like, wow, I didn't know so much needed to be purged. And then there's been this like layer and theme of just surrendering, 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 surrendering. Because, you know, I, I really love this week of the year. I really love this week. There's this week where it's always Mother's Day. And my birthday, and they're always within like seven days of each other, seven to 10 days of each other. It's always a magical time of celebration, of beautiful dinners, of, you know, dressing up, of traveling. Not this year. And I had to really sit with that. (laughs) I had to really sit with that. I had to sit with it and ask, you know, what am I being called to see here? Not like, oh, take better care of your health because I do. 
you know, I do. (laughs) So I don't feel like that was the message. But one thing that I found is really interesting is a clear message came up for me at my last retreat two weeks ago. And it was about presence and being fully present and what that does for my life, for my business, for my relationships, what it does for my energy, for my field. And that was like the key invitation, the primary invitation I felt like from that entire retreat was to be more present. And when I came home, of course, I had meditations planned, but this is a next level of presence. I have never spent this much time in my room. In fact, I go out for coffee every single day. Like I love to go out. I love to be out and about. I'm always on the go. And I wasn't always like that. I used to be a bit more grounded in ways. And for somehow we just ended up in this, in this flow of like always doing all the things. And this really grounded me in this presence. Even at times where I'm like, I don't want to be present. You know, there's like that little brattiness that comes to the core where it's like, or comes to the surface. That's like, but I don't want to stay in bed another day, but I want to go out there and do those things. It's like, Mm, sit your butt back down. It's time to be present. (laughs) So it has been such a journey. And I love to share all of this candidly with you because my friends, the medicine is in us being human. And I wrote a post about this the other day. I'm not here to be like on this pedestal of perfection and empowerment in a way that's like, feel good all the time, feel excited all the time, feel happy all the time, feel grateful all the time. There's going to be moments where you're going to feel sad and that's where you reach for the gratitude. There's going to be moments where you feel disappointed and that's where you can reach for the joy. There's going to be moments where you are distracted and in chaos and feel bratty and that's the moment where you reach for the presence. And that is the work. That is the medicine. It's not because it's easy and you're it all the time. It's that we're humans and we're reconditioning our way of being. And this gives us a new life because life is ebbing and flowing and it it, it just is. And of course, your ebbs and flows and the frequency that you bring to it, the field that you have is going to shift the more that you do the work. You know, so let's talk about what happened with this timeline energy, shall we? So the timeline, as I mentioned, started clicking, or should I say the time clock started ticking (laughs) when I got that positive COVID test and I knew that my birthday was in 10 days. I was just like, whoa, okay. My birthday is actually, it was in nine days and I need to get my body better. At first, I didn't feel too much pressure. It was like, all right, we are not in a good place right now. There's no way in hell we're going to Cabo like this. So we better do all the things right. Right away, I had the infusion. I ordered some things from Air One. I had all the fresh stuff delivered. I was feeling on top of my game and I felt this like quick improvement through day one and day three after diagnosis. And I was like, oh yeah, 
oh yes, I'm going to be better for my birthday. But something shifted on Wednesday. On Wednesday, it was like that midway point through the week. I knew our flight was on Sunday and I was just like, I got to get better. I got to get better. And I could feel this like tightness in my body that was pressure. So I would journal about it and just declare that I was willing to let it go. Yet still, there was some pressure because I felt the time was ticking. Now on Thursday, the clock was ticking louder and faster, it seemed, (laughs) because I woke up and I just felt like, oh my goodness. And I felt this pressure like, I have to get better. I didn't want to disappoint my friends. I didn't want to disappoint my damn self by doing this and and not going. I felt conflicted. There was this like 40th birthday, beautiful extravaganza, like birthday party of my dreams. If you could see the thing that I rented for my birthday, it was like a private, uh, they call it 1000 Starry Night. And it's this private beach dinner at sunset with all of these beautiful lights and oh I could just see myself Annabelle Marie Claire all of us just having the dinner of a lifetime and in my heart I did see that so when it came Thursday and I felt the way that I felt yesterday I just felt the pressure of like wanting to fix my body and that's how I knew it was a red flag to just chill the f out So what I did is I noticed, and I noticed this pattern, and I asked myself, like, where else have I done this before? And I remember back in, when was it? Oh my God, it was like when I was 29. Oh my God, I'm having a moment. So when I was like 29, I had mono because I pushed myself so much. And I had mono And that was a time where I started breaking down. And in that breaking down, it actually led me to my spiritual awakening. I had no idea that was coming then, but that's what it was doing. But when I had mono, because of work, because of being a single mom, because of living in a totally different timeline then, I just like needed to fix my body. Like I was mad at my body. I wanted it to get better. I wanted to get better faster. And that's when I started reading things like The Raw Truth and starting to understand about the power of plants and vegetables and, and um, so much about holistic healing. And it was great. But I also did it with the energy of like fix my body rather than listening to the energy and the needs of my body and not making it wrong for what it needed. Okay, my body doesn't feel well today. It needs rest. It's asking for more restorative time. Do I need to be mad at it? So I noticed this habit. And I wonder if you have ever felt that with your body, when your body has been tired, when your body has been achy, when your body has been navigating something like COVID or the flu or whatever it is that you have going on. Have you been mad and wanted to fix your body? Like I didn't even know that I still had that in me, that I was still being that way. But because of the intensity of this, it really 
brought that up. And in that, I just had to catch myself and I had to write my friends and say we're going to cancel the trip. And let me tell you, I was sobbing. I had such a release. There was so much disappointment. It was like that little birthday dream. It died. And I gave myself space to just cry. (laughs) Chanel texts me and says, Mom, are you coughing or crying? And I said, both. (laughs) I'm disappointed. So I just let myself cry and cry and cry and cry until eventually I felt relief. I felt acceptance and I moved on from it in a way that felt like that was absolutely the right choice. I'm proud of myself for making that decision and not trying to force it. Of course, I still had to go through like getting a COVID test before even going. So that would have been up in the air, but I was trusting that nine days in, I would have been good. But even if a test says negative, our body can still need the restoration, like before you're down there, you know, in the land of guac and margaritas. So I was proud of myself. And one thing, even though I was disappointed, is my friend Marie Claire said this right away. Don't assign meaning And that's so important because how many times have you had something really funky happen and you're like, oh my God, what did I do to create this? Or what does this mean? Or I suck. That's why this is happening, of course. We have to be willing to stay neutral and not assign the meaning to it. Now, this is important when it comes to launches or relationships or anything else that you have expectations and it does not go as expected. When you assign a meaning to it, the meaning could be disempowering you and then it takes you off your path. So if you have a launch and people are not signed up, there's three days left until the launch, you know, the launch closes and you are moment by moment feeling more and more insecure Hour by hour, without getting a sign up, you're telling yourself a heavier story about why it's not going to work or why no one wants it. If you were to stay neutral and to say, actually, I have no idea who is looking at this. I have no idea who is talking to their partner about buying this. I have no idea who is watching this and getting their money together. I have no idea who's on the fence. I have no idea who's coming. All I know is that I have been guided to create this and God is going to guide me through this. And I'm just getting started. So whether people sign up today, tomorrow, at the end of this launch, when the next thing launches, or whether they watch for three years and buy then, people are buying. And that's the kind of certainty that begins to move things. And that was literally where I was at in my business when it first started working. And the funny thing is, when I had my biggest month, I had $100,000 of sales. I made like 78,000 cash. And that was a juicy month. It was a it was a juicy month. It was an exciting time. The funny thing is, I did not plan for it. I didn't plan for it. I was so freaking neutral that month because I had promised that I was going to host this online event and I did it. And I also felt 
in this thing, like I didn't want to do it. And when I say I didn't want to do it, I didn't want to do it because I just felt like it wasn't going to be that good. I felt this feeling like, oh my God, I've never done this kind of event online. It used to be in person. I just was like, you know what? I made a promise. There's tickets that people have bought. I'm going to show up for this and I'm going to do my best. But it wasn't like, oh my God, this is going to be the biggest launch of my career. It's going to be so big. It's going to be so exciting. It wasn't like that. Like I didn't have that energy. So when I say I didn't care or didn't want to do it, it, I should say I wasn't like so stoked about it. Now, now that you understand what I'm saying here, that month when I went into that event, just bringing my heart, like, you know what? I'm here, they're here. I don't know if it's going to translate like it did in person, but I'm just going to give my all and I'm going to show up and love on these people. And of course it, it ended up working, but it was just funny because it was like, duh, everything's online now. But previously that kind of all day event for two days was always, it was always on person. It, was, it wasn't online. So that being said, that neutral energy was actually very magnetic. Now it wasn't, it was neutral in the sense that like, I'm just open and available to the best and I'm not attached and I trust in the process. And that is the goal. That is really the goal. Knowing the timeline is one of inevitability. Now, how can you apply this to your life? What in your life are you putting timelines on? Maybe you have a timeline on getting pregnant. Maybe you have a timeline on finding a partner. Maybe you have a timeline on your partner for getting married. Maybe you have a timeline of when that client's supposed to buy from you. You have a timeline of somebody that's supposed to re-sign with you. You have a timeline of you're supposed to make that million dollars. I have timelines, but you have to let them go. It's not going to even make sense how it unfolds. And this is something I'm sitting with so often because I have big goals and they don't make sense. They don't logically make sense. And if I keep trying for it to make sense and put it on a timeline, it's just going to throw everything out of whack. And just like I felt that pressure in my body that felt like lack and fear and not enough because it wasn't healing fast enough, it didn't have as much energy as I wanted to have, it wasn't doing what it needed it to do, and it created this resistance. And that did not feel like healing. It does not feel like magnetism. It is not in the flow of good. And I know that I, when I put a timeline on my numbers, when I put these timelines and there's this expectation of it has to happen by this date, and I lead with that energy, that same field is happening within my body, it contracts, it feels heavy, it feels there's, there's worry, there's fear. It's all introduced into the field. I'm not as powerful. I'm not aligned as I could be. The game of surrender, letting go, letting go, letting go to catch the actual, true, most powerful flow. So my friends, I am so grateful we got to spend this time together. I am so excited for what's to come. My friends, I have just been in this space, visioning, allowing the newness, the freshness. There's a lot of freshness coming through, and I'm excited for that. So what I want you to know is full body, yes. Attuning your body to quantum wealth creation is coming up and that is happening on 
May 23rd. There are multiple uh, modules. It is a new program that I am recording live, and I would love to have you a part of it. The early pricing is still 555 right now. It's going to be $777 soon. If you loved Money Miracles and you love the idea of getting your body on board to hold bigger energy, to say yes to more money, to say yes to a bigger, expansive reality, and to feel it in your bones that yes, this is who I am and this is for me, and now I'm going to allow it in, we are going to tap into that energy. Because it's multiple modules, I've done it this way so that we can layer into the work, creating body memories and momentum for you. So this is something that we are going to focus on as it pertains to wealth. And wealth is financial abundance, but it's also absolutely thriving in all areas of life. So we're going to tap into your highest timeline. That means the highest potential for you. And that is something that I'm going to teach you how to do. And we're going to play there. So if this speaks to you and you want to be a part of it, I would love to have you. And as I've said, this is a new program, but I am recording it live with you. So if you want to be a part of this while it's early and while it's at this pricing, I want to invite you to jump in and be with us. That's May 23rd. We kick off this journey. The link is down in the show notes. And then I have something that's coming in the very beginning of June. I want you to keep an eye out. We have a lot going on in June. June is all about money. June is all about activating and just really sending a big signal. And I'm excited because I'm going to do a big giveaway here on this podcast in June. So stay tuned for all of this. And if this message speaks to someone that you know, if there's someone that's going through a big life transition, there's someone that's resisting a big life transition, there's someone that life has thrown them a big old basket of lemons and they're just like, Ugh, I hate lemons. Send this to them. All right, my beautiful friends, I will see you in the next episode and I cannot wait. I'm going to sound much better, much improved. But for now, I send you so much love. And I just want you to remember how powerful you are. I want you to remember that the stories you tell yourself are the stories that shaped your life and that you get to give yourself an upgrade by simply redefining who you say you are. So give yourself that upgrade. Blessings, my friends. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. It's time for you to shine your light and let your heart be felt by those around you. I don't want you to forget that you are a miracle. If this episode inspired you, please share with someone you love. One simple share can open up a brand new world for someone and you hold the power to spark that. If you haven't already done so, I'd love to have your review on this podcast. Your reviews and ratings of this show mean the world to me. Take a moment to leave your review on iTunes and send a screenshot to my team at support at and we'll send you a gift of gratitude. Until next time, tune into your miraculous nature and lead with your heart. You are needed.